back and welcome to episode 164 of those millennials podcast i'm your humble grateful extremely thankful host kayla classic i'm here with my nearest and dearest my boys and friends in real life rails here how you doing how's your pockets how's your mental health what's gucci oh wow much better um jesse's not here he might pop in uh later during the pod or whatever but but uh first and foremost i'd like to always thank you guys for uh for tuning in you guys don't have to listen to the podcast but we love all the feedback we love the people that rock with us. We love this little community that we're growing. We appreciate you guys. For those who are watching on YouTube, then you know the newest part of our community. Uh, thank you. Don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe if you're on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube. And then obviously uh, the people that we've accumulated and who f- really fuck with us and listen to us on our audio platform. Shout out to you guys. Um, thank you for uh, for all the support. Um. Yeah. So. Um. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, some of the ESPN firings that happened last week. Uh, we're obviously, you know, NBA free agency happened and we obviously didn't record, but uh, we're not going to go through the whole free agency, but we're just going to hit on some highlights. Some some of the people that some of the contracts we liked, some of the contracts we didn't like, maybe do a little outlook some on teams that um, what are they doing or I, I don't like what they did. So we'll get to, to some of that. But first, Rail, uh, it was happy fourth. I know we, you did. Uh, did you do anything for Fourth of July? No. <laughs> you didn't do anything at all for the Fourth of July. Okay. Well, uh, for the fourth, uh, for me, let me speak for myself. Um, uh, you know, it was my daughter's for uh, like real, real first Fourth of July. So, you know, I went to went to Grandma's house. Played in the pool. She she sat and watched fireworks. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. She was scared, obviously, at first, but but um, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Real quiet. Oh, um, how did I forget? Uh, shout out to Linnea and Kai for coming down. Um, by the way, from uh from Asperia or Victorville. I always get those two places mixed up. They're the same place. Springfield, <laughs> Montana. <laughs> They're the same place to me. Um, but yeah um shout out to them i got to see the baby so that was fly uh thank you guys for coming down and uh stopping by um what else i want to get to uh happy birthday 50 cent i think 50 cent birthday was today um happy birthday Paul gasol um and i think that's the only ones i remember off the top of my head all right for those who are new to the program um we're gonna go happy ahead and get birthday to the greatest uh owner that ever lived george steinbrenner he was born on july 4th see i wouldn't have known that Shit. Nah, I, know. I mean that was a couple of days ago today's a six but you know i mean i just want to uh, he was the greatest sports owner ever in history and he's and i just want to say he's rolling over in his grave right now better than dr bus better than dr bus yeah what george did with the yankees it just is incredible because he, he he the yankees are the first team to ever have the network their own network Yes, network is, is, is there. Lakers just got their network. That's true. I mean, the Knicks have had a network for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, but they're on MSG. I mean, that's yeah, that's true. But I'm talking about baseball. 
it's okay. I'm just saying the Knicks have had a network for a very long time. I don't, you know, obviously. But um, oh, uh, so this week, uh, before I get to Dauntless, um, this week, uh, Rail and I will be attending Summer League. To, uh, so we're, obviously, we're recording this on Thursday night. Uh, tomorrow will be NBA Summer League. Let me just speak on how popping it's going to be out here in Vegas for like the next uh, for for this weekend. Not only are you going to have NBA Summer League out here, which obviously is going to last for two weeks uh, today. I mean, today. Well, hopefully today when you're listening to this, um, um, when you hopefully today when you're listening to this, it's Friday. But, you know, I know a lot of you people listen to it afterwards, obviously, um, on later days. Um, but Friday is going to be the day that a lot of people are going to attend because it's the first day people are going to go see Victor Wimbanyama, uh, the next, you know, I don't know what to call him, the next whatever. Um, Scoot Henderson, obviously, Brandon Miller, everybody's going to go see those guys. Um, it's going to be a lot of NBA players in in, 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 in attendance, a lot of media. Uh, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Obviously, and then obviously there's a there's a UFC fight this weekend too, right, bro? This is more your lane than mine. There's like a big UFC fight that I'm not I'm I'm not super duper familiar with. Check. Yeah, it is fight weekend. There's a fight weekend. There's a Kevin Hart show out here. There's Sneaker Con, which I'll be attending on Saturday. It's Saturday and Sunday, but I think I'm just gonna go Saturday. Uh this year for the first time ever, NBA is doing NBA Con, which uh I guess it's I don't know how to describe it. I know they're just going to have a whole bunch of speakers. I know uh, some of the names that's going to be there, like Jerry West, Tyrese Halliburton, uh, Two Chains. Um, I'm just going. I'm going off the dome, but there's there's a lot more people, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of more people walking or walking around there. Um, but yeah, so NBA Con. Um, I'm forgetting like two other things. There's oh, there's a J Cole concert out here. Um. It's just a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff happening in Vegas this weekend. So it's gonna be crowded. It's gonna be popping. Um, so it's gonna be cool for us to be kind of sorted in the mix uh, for the next two days. All right. So first on the not list. So for those who are new here, the not list is just how uh, how it sounds. It's a list compiled of stuff that I've accumulated during the week that we're gonna talk about. Uh, it could be five to six things. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll get to it. Number one, this one got me. So this is so so number one on the not list. This is gonna be like kind of a two parter situation. So um, Elon Musk, uh, this was earlier this week. He put a limit on how many tweets a user can use on Twitter, and it's funny because which we'll talk about at some point during the pod. Uh, we'll talk about the new. Uh, social media platform that that's been out for the last two days th- called threads mm-hmm. but um i want to make sure i get the information right do 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 but yeah he he made he put a limit on how many tweets people can read uh per day so <laughs> for anybody that follows me on uh, on instagram uh, so I have it right now. So anybody that follows my Instagram, um, it was during free agent NBA free agency. It was like the second day of NBA free agency that he implemented this thing, right, bro? So he um 
so as of now, I don't know if it's been lifted or not. If so, I don't know if this is old news or not. But when it, when it happened, um, verified users can re can view up to ten thousand posts per day. Wow, right? So like that's pretty significant, right? I mean, nobody's counting how many posts you're reading per day on Twitter, but ten thousand is, is I'm guessing is solid. But if you weren't verified and you weren't paying for Twitter, which all these people who are paying for Twitter. You could only read up to a thousand to five hundred posts per day. Now I'm speaking for myself as a person, especially during NBA free agency, who consumes Twitter like there's nobody's business. Not only can listen to the Woges and the Shams and the Chris Haynes and all the other newsbreakers out there. Uh, I went over my limit and didn't know it was a, a thing until hours afterwards where then I had to start reading uh, what what uh, I forgot what it's, your rate or something was up. So literally during free agency during again I'm thinking it was a second or third day. I couldn't see. Um, reactions to people um, getting signed so like. I'm trying to think of a trade that happened that day where I couldn't read because like a lot of the big ones happened the first day. So like the Kyrie's and all that stuff happened, but there was a trade that like I literally had to read off a of Facebook post and no disrespect to y'all people who, you know, shout out to y'all who are still on Facebook. You know how many hours later that shit on Facebook? I didn't even know. I, I didn't even know what was going on. I mean, I just thought Twitter had crashed, but I mean, honestly, that's what everybody initially thought. I'm like I'm not I'm not up to verse about what's going on, so I'm just gonna get rid of it. Like you know, I love it too. I love it a lot because, but it's like I just want to get rid of it. Like I'm, I'm hoping it's like, yeah, because I'm not gonna pay for it, and just this shit's annoying. Where it's like, okay, now there's well, a limit. I think, I mean, I don't know if he's gonna lift it, right? And now that Threads is out, he might not want to. You know, he might have to lift it, but. I'm I'm getting well. Threads has been funny and and great for the last couple of days, right? But um, uh, until Shams and Woj go over there, we got to see what happens. So that was my little mini thing about Elon Musk putting the limit on freaking tweets, Fuck which Elon. is just like he went he went over there and just decided to just do a whole bunch of just fuck shit. I mean. Now that you can't even trust every account that you read on there, if you even if that is a blue check, you you can't trust that it's like the real like again. Rail and I are the people that like we follow all these newsbreakers, and there's a lot of people that make these fake accounts to post stupid funny stuff. So in order for us to trust these accounts, um, you have to actually click on it and read the bio because they're not allowed to pose as somebody else they have to like say that they're a prodigy account or you know whatever it's it's, it's just really annoying and time consuming but uh elon I hope you lifted that thing or oh, a lot of people already moved the thread so you know we'll, we'll see how that goes um number two on the uh on the not list real where are you a little offended that you and I and Jesse weren't invited to Michael Rubin's all white party in the Hamptons. Are you are you a little offended? No, that shit didn't look lit. Really? 
Yeah, it didn't, it didn't look. It didn't look all of it. You get that many people. It's like, yeah, it's just a dick swinging contest at that point. These people aren't. Right. And it's like, what the fuck was Grant Williams doing there? You know. <laughs> you know, and Mo Bamba. Like, how did that Mo is Bamba a fun game to play though? That was a fun Tobias, game to play. Like, bought the random person at the party. I'm on why. You know, I, I saw Tobias here. I said why. And I thought, okay, maybe. Uh, no, I get Tobias because he, he's a Philadelphia Philadelphia dude, right? So yeah. yeah, well, he used to own it, but then I saw Grant Williams, and I was like, "What the fuck?" No, and, then Mo, and then I saw Mo Bamba, and I said, "What the fuck?" Um, I'm not a hater, and and this particular person, you know, is. Beautiful. I could have got in if Maurice got in. Why? Why was Taylor Rooks there? What is? What does she be doing to get into these places, bro? Mm-hmm. Just she's Taylor Rooks. She just she just be looking. She just be looking fly. That's how she get in there. What do you mean? She's a fucking ESPN credentialed analyst. She's, not, I, I, she's not ESPN. She's a Turner. Tur- well, she's a credentialed uh, reporter. What does that mean? Stephen she's A. Smith of, was just complaining on his platform that he didn't get an invite. But she's not. But nobody wants to hang with Stephen <laughs> A. Smith. Nigga, what are you talking about, goofball? All I'm saying is, uh, so I was listening to um, Dan Levitard and Amin was talking about like who is the most famous person, who's the most famous person you saw at this party, and they was like ranking them right. Uh, he had Jay Z like seventh, which was he had Beyonce number one, right? Which uh, alone for me was like okay, if Beyonce's number one and I don't know who these people don't know who Jay Z is, but all right, let, let's let's go with the fact that let's just let's just think that these people don't know who Jay Z is. Isn't the fact that Beyonce she's she's Beyonce's wife just like raise him to be at least in the top five? It was very weird. But um, he had like uh, Mbappe was there. What's the what's the soccer dude's name? Yeah, bro? Mbappe? Mbappe. Yeah. He had Mbappe. He was like Mbappe was probably walking around there because like nobody knows him like over here like that. Um, he had Kevin Hart somewhere in the middle. Tom Brady. What? What? I got another question. Why was Michael Parsons there? Real? Let's talk about that. Because he's come on, man. What are you talking about? No. Why was Michael Parsons there? Answer the question. He's one of the fuck. He's from Pennsylvania, and he's and he's so he's one of the best NFL players in the, the best NFL player in the league right now. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, I think there's a guy in Cincinnati who's the best. Not Cincinnati. I'm sorry, uh, KC. That is the best player in the league. What are you talking about? The best, the best defensive player in the league right now, which Michael Parsons. Oh, so he, he he's okay. better than TJ. He's better than uh, the Bosa's. He's better than Miles Garrett. Yeah, yeah, he's better than all. It's Michael Parsons. Yeah, what the fuck you mean? Michael Parsons deserved to be there. Okay. All right, I'm I'm just asking questions, dog. I'm just asking questions. But uh, yeah, uh, I want to be invited to the next one. I guess uh, I got it. So ranking, ranking for these kind of parties. Rock Nation brunch. Michael Rubin's all white party in Hamptons. Like, where was where'd you have it ranked? I mean, I'm not getting even neither, so <laughs> it don't really matter. I would imagine the the Met Gala is like the all top all time, just like bougie, you know, center. I would imagine the Rock Nation brunch and 
Michael Rubin's all white party is like at least somewhere neck and neck. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, I don't know. But it's a who's who. But yeah. Uh, number three on the not list. Um, Rail, do you believe that Joey Chestnut is the greatest athlete of, of all time? I wish they didn't that shit. Hell no. <laughs> what do you mean, hell no? No. Yeah. He's, I hate that damn thing. The gluttony <laughs> is the worst thing. That is literally the worst thing I, I, I hate about what we do on 4th of July is the gluttony <laughs> thing. So for those who don't know, uh, who don't know who the greatest athlete of all time, shame on you, for one. But uh, Joey Chestnut is um, the, I guess you can call him the world's best eater, right? I don't know if that's what you call him. At least hot dog eater, glizzy eater, whatever you want to call him. He's a 16-time world hot dog eating champion. And... Last uh, on the Fourth of July, he uh, I think he tied his record for eating hot dogs. Bro, do you you want to guess how many hot dogs he ate? He ate like sixty six or something like that. Yep, he ate sixty two. Yeah, yeah 62. so he ate sixty two. Yeah. Um, I hate that fucking. I hate that. <laughs> why? It is stupid. Like we just people people are here hungry and we having contests about it. <laughs> what is that? I live mean? among. I live amongst them. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like I live amongst the fucking bums and scums of the world earth and that we have hot dog eating contests on 4th of July on some Independence Day. I don't know who the fuck what we like. I thought they were shooting fireworks because the summer league was coming off where I was at. It turns out it's a whole holiday on the 4th. I ain't even fucking know. So you love doing that. Rels. Hey, Rel, like six years ago, you were celebrating five years, five, uh, 4th of July. Do you remember that? That person's dead. I don't know who that is. <laughs> okay, I'm just, just letting you know, dog. You said you act don't don't act like you didn't celebrate the shit. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Joey Chest. Oh, there was a woman um eating. I don't know her name, but she's a nine time champion. The the woman who won the contest for the hot dog eating contest. She ate thirty two in rail. This woman was thin. I don't know what. I can't imagine. I just. I'm glad they, I mean, they probably do show it on ESPN, but I never catch it because I, I would probably just throw up. Um, number four on the not list. Um, Nelly sells half of his catalog. I forgot who was the entity that bought it, but he sold half of his catalog for $50 million. So songs like Ride With Me, Hot In Here. Uh, he sold half of his catalog for $50 million. So kind of sort of continuing that trend of these legacy acts selling their catalog um some selling half some selling full so it's a good piece of business i i just wonder what these entities are going to do with them like i know they're just probably going to just sell them off for commercials and shit um in movies but I, i i mean i do think especially i mean i'm let's be honest like nelly you ain't making no more like super slap slaps and you my man Nelly you my man in my bio on Twitter it says I'm a St. Lunatic for California so I don't want you to you know I don't want to disrespect the the, the God to me but Nelly ain't making no more hits the size of those hits the ones that came out in you know our childhood but that's a good piece of business for him you got any comments I mean 
Mm-hmm. Uh, when I always when I always see these, I always look at the price and let's know that people were lying to us. As you know, they always you know you always think that you know rappers are. It seems like they're just below billionaires the way they say say it. You see somebody's catalog get sold for fifty million, you're like, fuck, like that's it's that's a half. lot of money. That's half. A, that's half of his catalog, though, dog. That's half of his catalog. I'm pretty sure the other two, the rest of it, it's probably it's stop probably, it, man. Uh, stop <laughs> being that disrespectful. Nah, they left out. They left out uh, sweat and suit. That's that's <laughs> probably they didn't want. They you got slept on sweat and suit. Don't do that. They didn't want. They didn't want those. They didn't want sweat and suit. Mad disrespectful. Flap your wings is on. Drop down, get your eagle on is on there. But I know for a fact they bought Ride with Me because in the article I read it was Ride with Me, it was Dilemma, and it was definitely hot in here. And that's the only ones that they disclosed. But I mean, you know, I like it. I if you if you like it, I love it. You know, selling half of your catalog for who am I to tell you? Hold on to your catalog. Uh, and number five, and the last one on the not list um, that I didn't even write down, but I pretty much don't need to write down. Did you guys download Threads already? Real, you download Threads? I don't care about that shit. I, 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 I was gonna. I see the thing was I, I knew you and Jesse was gonna be the old man and do the I'm not downloading that thing. If it was up to if it was up to Rail and Jesse, they would probably still be posting on MySpace. But, you know, they had to move with the times a little bit. Um, but, yeah, so Threads is out. It's been out for, like, the last three days. Um, it's uh, If you don't know, if you've been sleeping on the rock, I talked about it in the beginning a little bit. Uh, it's a competitor to Twitter. It's uh, made by Meta, a.k.a. Facebook, a.k.a. Mark Zuckerberg, a.k.a. Instagram. Um, but, yeah, um, they've been having some some pretty solid you know i will say this the interface is obviously it looks like a new app um but it does it's gonna take some getting used to it looks it looks fine it looks solid um i don't know if it's people calling it the twitter killer already we shall see um like i said earlier people use twitter differently so i'm not gonna be here and just say I'm not going to just say that um, it's going to just replace Twitter entirely, but I, again, how I consume Twitter, I use, you know, I'm, I'm, I use for basketball, you know, for basketball updates and stuff. So let me use some stats on Meta. On uh, I said Meta. Well, yeah, it's better on um, Threads. So uh, reported by Wealth, um, time for it. So uh, it's been shown that. That it's uh it's already gained a hundred you uh hundred uh one million users already. So let me give you a little list of how long it took some of these other bigger subscription services to uh to gain users. So apparently, it took Netflix three point five years to gain a million uh, subscribers. Twitter it took two years to gain a million uh subscriptions. Instagram, it took two and a half months. Facebook, it took 10 months. And then obviously threads, uh, as of yesterday, it took less than two hours. So uh, I mean, that shit's going to be popular because people love Instagram. And it, I mean, from the looks of it, it looks pretty cool. I mean, but I just I'm not I don't I don't know. I don't know if I like it. I would just say this. Uh, I 
me for one experiencing it for like the first full time today and just like letting it run on my phone. My I mean my phone is not a good template because do you have to download that shit? Yes, you do. Um, but once you do it, it's it's very it's like you don't have to. I, I I'll explain it to you. Well, I guess I can't explain it to everybody. So like once you download it, it's just like you can just seamlessly add like it's just, it just it imports everything from your Instagram. It's just you don't even like your bio, your picture, your everything. It takes all your users, everybody that you can you can follow, everybody that you follow on Instagram, and just bring them over there to Threads, or you you can do it one by one. It's it's up to you. But yeah, seems seamless. Uh, let's see how this goes. Um, there is already rumors that uh, Twitter is gonna sue. I don't know why, um, but we shall see, man. I think. I like competition in the tech world because it just makes the tech better. I like competition in any world because it just makes shit better. Um, so we shall see. Uh, I think that's it. You have anything else about threads? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, I think that's it for the not list. Thank you guys. We appreciate you guys. Um, all right. So let's get to the big news, man. So this is riding our wheelhouse. This is stuff that you and I and Jesse. Um, and Jeff, we all talk about this a lot as far as um, commentating um, personalities and uh, people that work ESPN because we've been, uh, you and I, we all been loyal listeners and watchers of ESPN for a very long time. Um, so it was announced uh, literally Sunday, uh, 20 on-air talents uh, will be let go. I'm not going to go through all 20. But um, I'm going to read some of the names, give you some of the highlights, and then we can kind of talk about which ones you got. We would, we're definitely going to talk about Jeff, but we can talk about some of the other ones as well. So of the names that were let go, um, Jeff Van Gundy, which we'll get to, um, obviously, Jalen Rose, um, who I think was who was there for like 20, uh, 17 years, 16 years, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, Keyshawn Johnson, I'm going to be nice. Um... <laughs> Mark Max Kellerman, uh, you know, uh, Susie Colbert, who again, I don't watch Sports Center anymore, but when I watch Sports Center, I love Susie Colbert. She she did a great job on Monday Night Football. Uh, mm-hmm. she was the host of Monday Night Football, loved her. I think she was there for like 26 years. Matt Hasselback, uh, Steve Young, um, Neil Everett. Um, for us on the West Coast, Stan Verrett and Neil Everett was our, our dynamic mm-hmm. duo for nighttime sports center. Mm-hmm. Because they did it from LA. I mean, Sports Center is literally the only thing you really, honestly. Well, the two highest rated shows on ESPN right now are Around the Horn and PCI still, which is crazy. I'd imagine that. And, and, and but, and, but the Sports Center is the only thing you really can rely on, you know, like that where you can just be like, okay, like you don't have to worry about no dumbass show or nothing. Like, so, so, so seeing Neil Verrett uh, go, that, that was, that was tough because I, I really like I, I love again I love Stan Verrett and Neil Everett's like dynamic together they again just on a night where it's like I wanted to catch up on all sports it's all for me it's usually when all the sports are going on at the same time I will pop in to because now I could just you know I have my app and and I, I'm a, I'm a league I've been a league pass person so like keeping you giving me updates about the NBA is not going to do anything for me, but you give me updates about baseball, even though like, you know, I'm mildly into baseball and everything else that goes on like that, that's valuable to me. Um, 
and they always did a good job. They made it fun. They were funny. They did it from LA. I, I just, I just that dynamic being gone, it, it does it, that 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 does suck. Uh, Todd McShay, Todd McShay being gone too. Uh, with Jack, uh, draft guru for years. Him and Mel Kiper used to always have their little back and forths. Um, now I guess they're just gonna give it to Mel Kiper. Um, but yeah, um, these are obviously big budget cuts. So I don't know what happened, what's going on with the mouse. So the, what Deadspin has, what they're calling it, they're calling it cost savings. Mm-hmm. They're calling it the cost. They, they they got they're getting they got rid of some of these just for cost saving purposes. Um, so besides besides Jeff, because um, like I'm going to do a whole thing about Jeff. Does any of these other ones you kind of want to hit on? No, I mean, it sucks. You don't want to see him go, but I don't know what, what the numbers were. I mean, Tom McShay was somebody who I just love reading because I love this, his analysts on draft uh, when it coming around that time around April and the NFL draft came around. So I love his work, but everybody else just sucks. I mean, but at the time, at the same time, you know, I just feel like, you know, there's so many other platforms popping up. I feel like, Honestly, the, the I feel like the, the 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 second generation level of, of of YouTubers like basketball knowledge or basketball, some of the those people they they have taken you know the the views away from I think their their analytical shows because they some of those guys they have on there it's like how do they have them on there you know what I'm saying I, and I don't even know who these qualified I, I don't know what qualifies some of the people that they pick to be on like I don't know I said a first take but some of these just stupid takes is like the reason why people are being turned off and I feel like the reason why this happened is because people got turned off the ESPN because the product got really bad it got really stale and I don't know what it was or, or or who okay this shock culture that we everybody has to just say something out shock each other on a level but i i, I just think that that kind of fucked them in over in the end like because it, it just it just ultimately they end up getting rid of a bunch of good talent and now this talent should be able to pop up somewhere like i said i mean if you some of them who write i don't know about Susie Culver, she probably can go to nfl network some people, they, I'm pretty sure they got well-compensated severance pay, so I'm not going to sit here and cry two tears about it as if I lost my job. So, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's fucked up, but I get it, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> make my jokes right now um, before I get serious. How did Tim Bontip survive? <laughs> no, let's be real. So let's, let's get those off. How did Perk survive? No, actually, I know how Perk survived. Let me tell you why. So, um, so you hit it on the head, uh, stale, just like regular panelists and talent. So, like, I'm gonna be real with you. Matt Hasselback was completely vanilla. He was good when I was younger, but I feel like he he got he was just vanilla and just like he was he was replaceable in my opinion. I'm just you know I'm gonna keep it a buck and a half. And I he in my opinion he shouldn't be here for no money. Steve Young. Let Steve, Steve Young, dog, you worked one day. Like you, you did Monday night, Monday night football, and, and that was it, bro. Like you, that was all you did. And like I, you know, shout out to you, your legend, and I'm sure you're not hurting for no pockets, bro. Um, but and then so again, like I said, so I think some of these people like perked, right? So. So Bill Simmons kind of talked about this with Ryan Marcello on his uh on on Sunday's pod, where ESPN is kind of how they go about their content now. It's like, you know, it's the first takey argument, 
and they really really pay attention to their clips right like they pay attention to how many how much traffic is going with their clips and what's going viral and you know so and and perk is is the mastermind of that there's already rumors that perk is going to take the jalen rose spot which already makes me sick to my stomach but whatever um i just you know perk it, rail uses the word shock jock and uh you know it's a very like old um uh media term for somebody who just want tries to get aroused out of some uh, out of you like somebody who just says something for shock value that's why the phrase is called shock job perk to me like embodies that like he really just says stuff and to me there's there's very little substance behind it right i just him jay williams too like Again, I don't watch these shows anymore because I've just graduated to just consuming like you mean you have graduated to just consuming better content as far as just people analytic on the analytical side. Um, But I'll go down my Twitter and I'll go down, you know, uh, Instagram and I will see just the stupidest take that Kendrick Perkins will say, like during during free agency, he was saying uh just the wildest stuff as far as like not like no cap knowledge just like oh i don't i mean i i don't i don't i don't fault him for that because that's that's really a fine thread a needle you have to thread to you know but he's in the league there's no way you you have to fault him for that a little bit he was in the league he should understand he should have some cap the cap but cap is forever changing you know so i mean it is but he warns that that there's only one bobby mark i wish on I wish I wish I would remember the name he said, but he said something wild to where it was just like, I think he said Damian Lillard should go to like the Clippers, and I was just like, huh? Yeah, I mean, I mean but it's like that, it you, that. You, you realize that makes no sense as far on the books, right? Like that makes zero sense. I, I don't get mad at it. I just don't take it for any value, you know, because as you gotta you, have, it, you gotta have a bare minimum extending uh, understanding of cap like i'm not telling you to go there and just tell me what's this person's max in 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 the the third over the 38 rule in 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 all this shit like i'm not telling you to, to go do that like kendrick Perkins. i'm telling you to just be like the clippers are on the second apron they can't add any more money to actually i mean sure they can but it's not smart for bomber to and not to mention they traded all their picks. They have no more picks because they traded all their picks for the two superstars that they have on their team. So there's like nothing to, and he'll just say stuff. And I'll just be like, like, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, like I said, I don't really get mad. I just take it for what it is. I mean, it's on their network. I don't really want to go. I don't want to hear him talk when it comes to rumors. He's not the first and Jay name. Williams every morning. On get up, it's just like stupid take after stupid take after stupid take. He's pretty bad. He's pretty. And I just be like, should have been on. He should have been. He shouldn't have made it. Uh, yeah. Well, apparently, in so apparently, there's still more firings coming. I don't know if the word firing is 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 right, but there's there's gonna be more uh turnover coming because apparently there's a whole bunch of more on on air talent that their contracts are coming up in the next coming months. And we're going to see, like, Mina Kimes, her contract is coming up. And there's already been rumors if ESPN does not. Uh, for for those who don't know who Mina Kimes, Mina Kimes is, like, 
one of to me one of the bright spots as far as in their NFL coverage. I think she's great. She's uh she's just she's really really knowledgeable. She's funny. Uh, I I love Mina Combs on NFL coverage on, on NFL, whatever she does, and then she goes to other platforms and and, pot, and does podcasts and stuff. But there's already rumors that. Uh, Mina Kimes is going to be sliding to the, to the Susie Carbert spot, right? Doing uh, Monday Night Football, which I think she can excel at if that's what she wants to do. But her contract is coming up. And obviously, I already, I could tell you this off rip. I know Bill and the Ringer love Susie Carbert. She would have a job with Bill like that if. Mm, I think she'd go to NFL. I think she'd go to NFL never for sure. Or she can go to NFL. She, she, or she, she's often on Dan Lebertard's show. So she, she can go to, um, I always forget the name. I of mean, she's not. I'm not her biggest fan, but if she never worked again, I wouldn't care. Wow, the level of disrespect. Um, I love Mina Combs. Um, I mean, I'm not talking about Mina Combs. I'm talking about Susie Carver. Oh no, no, I'm talking about Mina Combs. Oh, Mina Combs. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, no, Mina Combs. I hope she stays with ESPN. She's too. She's too big for the Ringer. Ringer. She needs to be on TV. Ringer don't have a, a channel yet. She needs to be on NFL Network. Have their or- FanDuel channel, but yeah, I feel what you're saying. She, no, yeah, she needs to be on 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 the screen now. I feel you. Uh, I mean, if it's that's that's one change. If if she takes the the Susie Colbert spot for Monday Night uh, Monday Night Countdown, I, I would like that. But you know, we'll leave it. We'll leave it at there. We'll leave it there for that. Um, all right. So now we're gonna kind of focus on NBA coverage. So this is gonna be more Jalen and Jeff and Gundy. So the. For a lot of people, like anybody that you talk to, um, and I'm and I'm gonna get to the casuals in a little bit, but like people that watch the game, watch multiple games, like we do, Jeff Van Gundy was the best color commentator that we had in the league, almost by far. Like I, I was sitting here before we recorded, and when I was, you know, obviously, yeah, I did this, I, I did all this shit yesterday. Um, I was trying to think like what would be the person that would you could argue would be better than Jeff as the color commentary. And I guess you could say Doris is in the same um, league, or I don't know if league is the right word, but Doris is, I mean, Doris is great. Doris is awesome too. Um, But for me, not only was Jeff funny, um, had great chemistry with Mark Breen and Mark Jackson. He paid attention to the game in a way that made people like me who aren't who are watching the game, but also watching trends of the game and understanding team and watch who watch film and uh, what what a team is trying to take away matter. He understands coaching. He a lot of times he would, uh, similar to what Tony Romo did in his first year, he would call plays out before it happened and say where it came from. Jeff Van Gundy did a lot of shit that, again, the casuals, no disrespect, I'm, I'm just going to use that term for you guys, but the casuals who just didn't see, all they heard was a guy that complained about the refs, complained about flopping, um, all the time, right? That's what, what that's what they saw from Jeff Van Gundy. But he was way, way more. And then I'm gonna be honest, like I'm not gonna act like he was the perfect uh, uh, color commentator because literally, I think uh, 
um shit like two months ago on this pod i i i i kind of criticized him because i didn't like how and and (laughs) it's kind of weird because i'm wearing lebron jersey but like i didn't like how he was criticizing lebron in that game four against denver nuggets for um not driving as much right remember we were talking about that where I felt like he was being too hard on Braun because Braun played the, Jackson. Yeah, they were they were both being hard on where they were saying like LeBron should do more and I was just it, and it was like the the fourth quarter and I get it like I get, it's it's do or die your best player should try to you know you do everything he can in his power in order to advance and and win the game. But you just watched this 38 year old man play some of his best basketball in the first half did not come out at any point uh flying around on both ends of the court and just not acknowledge at least in the slightest bit that he was exhausted when you we can clearly see he was gassed and looking for other teammates to just give him a spell give him a little break and just the fact that they just kept hammering it was like lebron should be driving numbers like lebron is exhausted you see him on the free throw line right now he, he couldn't wait for these free throws but that was the only, I mean, that was the only criticism I had for him lately. I know a lot of people who didn't uh, necessarily like him because he complained, he complained about flopping all the time. But it, like, let's be real, it was a lot of flopping. It was, especially in the playoffs, it was a lot of flopping. Um, I feel like I'm rambling. I got more to say, but real, I want you to just talk about Jeff Van Gundy. Um, I mean, it's just fucked up. I mean, he's he's a pioneer. He deserves to be on somewhere. And he said he wants to get back into coaching. So I guess I feel like this is all. People, uh, you know, I feel like some of these people may have known, but I don't. I can't say for sure. I'm pretty sure it doesn't make it any better to be somewhere so long, and to be let go. Uh, but I mean, his time would be appreciated. Honestly, ESPN. The only if ESPN didn't have sports, it wouldn't have a network. You know, like like if, if they <laughs> that's, if that's their king, they gotta have live sports. I mean, that's the only thing I watch. I mean, do you watch any? I mean, does anybody else watch anything else live? I don't watch. Do people watch shows on network TV? I mean, I imagine. I, I'm joking. I'm sure some people do, but like, does like me? You and I are cord cutters. Like, we don't watch. You and I don't have cable anymore. We we decided to go the streaming route. Like, are we watching anything on live television? Or are we watching on our own time? The only thing we watch. On like this appointment television now with sports, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, so Ray already said it, but uh, it's it's already been rumors that he's gonna get, he wants to get back into coaching. I I'm that kind of I'm not gonna lie, selfishly I want him to just go to Turner. Um, and and I don't know who he would uh, who he would uh sit next to. Um, Stan. No, well, Stan's a, a color commentator too. I'm talking about for play, play by play. Yeah, he can do him and Stan with a guy. You, but they're both color commentators. They're not play by play. They need a they need a Kevin Harlan next to them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Put 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 add add Jeff to whoever to we. we the world doesn't want two Van Gundys together. <laughs> I know. I heard that from the Bill Simmons pod. As you well. don't want and two Van Gundys in the booth. And I think that shit is stupid because they're both smart and knowledgeable. And I don't think they that's, are. that's... I mean, but at the same time, I mean, like, I mean, I think they, they should... They, they can be contrarian and I will go for it. I don't think it's the worst shit I I'll do. tell you what, they I don't like... Jim the... fucking Jackson on TV every fucking other week. Huh? Say that again? They put Jim Jackson on. That's why I said that's. I don't. I mean, I you're preaching to the choir. No disrespect to Jim Jackson, but disrespect to Jim Jackson. I just, 
I, I he he gets lost in the background to me. If you put Jeff with like Iron Eagle, I think that would be it. Like that would be my little matchup for Turner. I mean, hope, like again, selfishly, I would hope that he would go to go to Turner and, and just do it there. Uh, I know some, you know, we you we don't necessarily like Reggie Miller's uh, color commentary, but again, I get it that he's unfortunately he's the A team of Turner, and it just it's just it's not it's not the best. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what ESPN does with that seat, because that's a very, 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 very important seat. Obviously, uh, Mike Breen and Mark Jackson, I mean, they could just let them just do their thing solo. They've done it. They do it during the regular season. But obviously, what what they don't tell you and what they, they're probably going to fail to realize is like, again, some people don't feel this and like again I do because I pay attention to the basketball all the time and I'm just I'm just a nerd when it comes to this thing. Whenever Mark Jackson, Mark Breen, and Jeff Van Gundy did the game to, together, it just it the game felt bigger. Like it felt like a bigger stage. They they had a presence to where the game like it's like, oh okay. They they put all three of them on this on this game, then they they like it's a special game. And now like they gotta figure out a way to 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 to, to do that again. Just like in the NFL, uh, when when Aikman and uh, Joe Buck do a game, it feels like a big game, right? Real? Yeah. Like I when mean, Aikman and and Buck do a game, Aikman, it feels Aikman, like a big game. And well, now it's it's more so Tony and Nance. We Tony know, and Nance Tony too. And, yeah, Tony and Nance. But, but I mean, but now I don't know. But that's a different know, network too. But I'm saying for it like Fox. Surprise me if they put Stephen A. Smith to do color commentary. I I no no. No, it no. wouldn't surprise me. No, I mean the way they, I mean I don't. They are working I, him to the bone. Dan Levitar was saying that they because Stephen A. Smith has been on his podcast saying that like <laughs> that like you know Stephen A. Smith got fired before by ESPN, right? Um, mm-hmm. so he's been just saying like I could be I could be next. Like I'm always gonna treat it like I could be next to let be let go. And Dan Levitar was basically saying he was like they're not gonna let you're the face of ESPN right now. Like they're not gonna let you go. You're gonna die because they're gonna overwork you, especially with the with first take your podcast. But your podcast is owned by you, so that's you doing yourself working. Uh, your random uh, podcast hits on wherever podcast they send you to, and then if there's a game that day, you're doing countdown. And then during the game, if it's a big game, you're doing Stephen A's world. Like, and then you got to get up and get do get up. Like, it's, he's like. They're making you earn. I forgot how much Stephen A. I'm on the count your pocket, Stephen A. But they're making you earn that money that they're paying you, Stephen A. So that's just you know it's it's tough. It's tough out here. Like where, but um okay. So let me talk about some more little rumor stuff before we get out of here and just do this. So there's rumors that they're gonna put eight JJ in that spot. Fuck. Um. So we'll see how that goes. Um. I know. Hopefully again, not. every there's every like the the whole network is in love with JJ. So I'm um, not. I don't know. Rel is switched on JJ. Um, there's rumors that Doc Rivers might take that spot, and they just might slide Doc Rivers in that in that spot. Let me tell you the issue with JJ Reddick is that he just forgets about like he, he just does some shit like he goes like they think about Dylan Brooks. He's all like everybody's talking shit about Dylan Brooks. They were yeah yeah, but fuck that. I want Dylan Brooks on my team. Like JJ Reddick, shut the fuck up. Why do you have to plant a flag on everybody? Ain't nobody's paying. Dylan Brooks or Dylan Bricks, eighty million dollars a year to shoot. We'll get, we'll get to that. 
to to shoot from what the fuck he's shooting from from three. Like, and you call it a good move? Like, no, you gotta stop capping for the players. One of the best wing defenders in the league, real. But we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, but um, yeah. So there's rumors of them them sliding JJ Redick into that spot. There's rumors of them hiring Doc Rivers, who is currently not coaching. Um, into that spot. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, and then obviously, uh, Jalen Rose, man, just he was the only consistent person on countdown for years. Literally, since Bill Simmons was there, it's been a revolving door of people switching from countdown. It's been, uh, uh you know, whether it's been Simmons and Wilbon, then Wilbon gets taken out and Simmons is out, then it turns into, um, why can't it turns into the to Rachel Nichols hosting it, and then you got T Mac and you got Vince Carter and Jalen Rose. Um, then they switched that out. Then they put in another coach, and they uh um oh um what's the name of the the woman that that they got rid of that does uh football now uh Maria Taylor. <laughs> then it's Maria Taylor uh hosting countdown. It's just like they it just countdown has gone through so many iterations. Um, but the one consistent person that's been on countdown has been Jalen Rose. And now that he's gone, it's just, it's going to be interesting to see there. And then so now the rumor is now that they're going to put, um, former Golden State Warriors GM, what's his name again, real? Bob Myers. They're going to put Bob Myers in that spot. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, so if I know I probably lost a whole bunch of people who, when we, talked about this but this is this is stuff that at least i deeply care about because it, it, it when you have good commentating and good play-by-play it makes the product better so i'm just i'm always weary when like they you know when when they when they make a big move like moving jeff out of this it just it changes the product and it could go up it could go down so we will see how that goes from here um all right, so we're done with that. All right, so uh, NBA free agency. Uh, obviously, it's it's basically wind down at this point. Um, I think the only like big free agents that are left is like um, Kelly Oubre. <laughs> you know, with free agency is almost done when Kelly Oubre is the biggest name left. Um, PJ Washington, but he's restricted. Uh, I think the Charlotte Hornets are playing hardball with him. Um, Christian Wood, um, and those are the names I can remember off the top of my head. But those are the names left on the list. So instead of Rel and I going back and forth and just completely just talking about every move that happened, um, I just did a list of uh, just two categories. So Rel, I did, uh, you can do how many you want. Uh, I got one for deals you loved and deals uh, you hated. So if you, you want to start with huh, love or you want to start with hate? Mm, I do deals I hated. Okay. All right. So what's the deal that you hated? And the first deal you hated? Uh, the one that came to mind, I didn't like the Seth Curry to the Dallas Ooh. Mavericks. Uh, only because I just feel like two years. Okay, yeah, yeah. He signed for two years for like the mini mid level. Okay, so what's the problem with that? I just not more so because the money, 
but the fit, you know, like mm-hmm. he fits well with Kyrie. Like, I don't know how they're going to play him, Kyrie, and Luka together. You know, like, how, like I don't even know how you're going to play him and Kyrie together. But, like, for some reason, Kyrie likes having – like, the, the move really is seems like just kind of for some reason – I don't know if it's intentional, this Kyrie-Seth Curry connection because they played at Duke and then they yeah. played in Brooklyn together. I don't know if they're really as tight as that because Kyrie just seems like he just marches to his own beat. But I don't know. I just didn't – I just felt like Seth Curry could have had a starting job somewhere. Where – I mean, I don't know. I just – I was about to say, say, don't say that. Say, say, the, say the name of the job where he was going to have to be at the starting job at. I mean, I just feel like he, he, he should be starting somewhere. I just, Spurs, I almost had him over Trey Jones. I think, I think it's evident with Spurs not sending, not sending an offer sheet to Austin Reeves that they don't want to mess up and make their team older as that, as, as, at all. So, um, okay. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, I, I just felt like he, he. I just felt like I, he, he's going to be a backup, and I was like, damn. I mean, I hope. I don't know. I hope Matthews don't have a success, but I just wanted to see him in a more flourishable role than the one he got. But that was the one I that stuck. I just more so because of fit, not uh, you know. I don't know where he's going to play. Okay. All right, we can go back and forth. So, uh, so you did one. I'm going to do one that I hate. Uh, this was going to be easy. Uh. Lamella Ball max conscious max extension for five years. Um, why? Why you got to? You got to just because you got to because you have to. I just I'm I'm not high on Lamella Ball, I, and I yeah, just, but I, just, just and I just saw to. and I just saw his comments that he's gonna, he's shooting for MVP this year. Good, good luck, Lamella Ball. Yeah. He's not a bad player, man. He has plenty of upside. He's just been injured. Like he, he's better and better than I thought he was going to be. I just that I, but these contract, these rookie contract. I'm not. Now, I'm not. You know me. I'm not one of those people that talk about the money because, like, it's five years, two sixty. Like, you have to pay. But, it. but what it is, it's but it's just you're 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 holding yourself to a player that's on a championship team. Is he your third best player? Like, I mean, is he a winning? But, but we still don't know if he's a winning player. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. You got to pay your assets. I'm, I, I've now come around to that, to where I understand the game of you have to say, pay. Welcome. You can't, you can't let him walk. If you're Charlotte, who's going to come? <laughs> That's true, I guess. All right, so uh, that was the one I really hated. I don't, you know, I just, yeah. All right, number two, a contract you hated. You're, you, you said it. I don't know why you, you, you duck it from it now. What, what do you mean? You said you said a contract that you obviously didn't like, so I'm 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 just wondering why haven't you haven't said it again? Um, I'm trying to think of another one that I really didn't like, but I I probably would um that it, oh the Dylan Brooks four for eighty. Well, every that was going to do my last two was going to be the everything the Rockets did. I just don't <laughs> understand. Like like I don't understand. Like they a they have no assuming they have no. I haven't heard anything. They're gonna try to move Kevin Porter, who I don't know. Just like to get good. Okay, so look, just to recap everything the Rockets did. So they signed. I don't have the super money in front of me, so Rail has the. I got the, it. Dylan, the Dylan Bricks for four eighty. Jeff, they signed Jeff Green for a one year six million. Aaron Holiday today. Um, Londale four for thirty two. <laughs> Jack Londale for thirty. Patty Mills on the vet mini and Fred Van Fleet for three. I thought Patty Mills went to the Thunder. No, nah, Patty Mills went to the Heat to the Rockets. 
But I mean, I but it it just I mean I understand you want to get better fast, and I like Fairbairn Fleet's game, but he's not a game changing point guard. And you just drafted these kids who kind of fit the same timeline as Jalen, who you know your boy Jalen. And let's be clear, you know we don't we don't we don't endorse what Jalen's doing off the court with the videos that leaked out this week. We don't we we. Uh, this is the one segment that I wish Jesse was here because Jesse and I talked about it and it was referring whatever. But I'm not. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But uh. Pause. Um. Uh. 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 uh, uh but Jalen, you know, I sad things. I really like Jalen, you know, on the court, on the only on the court, only on the court. I really like Jalen, only on the court. Um. So again, this is one of those things that the the new CBA implemented. Um. And teams just have to do it. So there's no more going into the season with, uh, not using all ninety percent of your cap space. I don't think that's being reported enough out there in these streets, like, so, literally last year, uh, what team was that? There's a team that went under, like that went into the season under the under the the salary floor, and you know the players were just like fuck that, and I think they implemented it into this new CBA. So now, when you go into the NBA season, you have to have spent ninety percent of your of your cap space, which I kind of like. The players like people get paid, so it, you know that the the league has a lot of parity, but I don't think that's been reported enough. So to me, the Rockets had to spend this money, like. Yeah, the Dylan Brooks contract is not great, and everybody was, you know, floored about him making four for 80. But one, I think I'm not 100% sure, so don't quote me on this part. This is, I probably should have looked this one up, but I, I think the contract declines if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. So it's not the end of the world. He get it's front loaded, so it's not the end of the world. Um, and like, you're the Rockets. Who cares? Like, at this point, who cares? Dylan Brooks needed to get a bag. I know he can't shoot. Uh, you know, his his uh, uh, his name has is, is been, you know, dragged through the mud because of what he did in the playoffs and as far as talking shit to LeBron and then deciding to just not talk to Com, not, not talk after games, which is the ultimate, like, fuck you. Um, and then, you know, how he dresses, whatever. But I'm with you on the Dylan. Like he maybe four for eight is, a, is like a 10 mil. No, maybe like, like a 10 million, $15 million overpay. Uh, yeah. It's a five. I think it's a $5 million overpay. I think you can get him for 14 because yeah. there's points in time where he can like drive and shit. And he's he, one he, of the best like, wing defenders in the league. And just and I his, realized antics, that his antics, like blind people of that. He's a good player. He just, he just can't shoot. And he obviously he lost confidence in the Lakers series. That's just, that's just kind of what just happened. Um, uh, so Fred Van Fleet. So again, this is another thing that I'm kind of with you with. As far as overpays go, this is a big one because I'm with you. Fred Van Fleet is now probably getting paid. I'd have to think of it at the top of my head, but I'm I'm guessing he's getting paid more than ninety percent of the point guards in the NBA. And he's probably this is a rough estimate off the dome. I mean, he's not he's, he's probably the fifteenth, thirteenth 
in that range, best point guard in the league? Is that that sounds about right to you? Twentieth. I mean, when you look at the, these numbers nowadays, like Daniel Jones is going to make more than Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen yeah. this year. So it's just all about timing. You know what I'm saying? It's just about timing when you got your deal. Goes how up. Long it is like uh, like the like the, the Rockets had. The Rockets had to spend the money. The Rockets had yeah, to spend. Like, like the Steph deal that they got on when the Royals to win their championship and what, what like, like Steph 16. was like, like he oh, was for like, the low, for the ankles, yeah, for the ankles, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, and then they got and everybody was saying like, oh, remember it, it was the big thing was like, oh, he's only making so much money before he got his max deal, and now he's like, Steph Curry's gonna have he has a deal that's gonna probably pay him fifty five million at one point. Yeah, Steph, Steph's getting chipped out of the end. So just about time, man. I'm not mad at it. I just I just think that the Rocket. I just don't know why you want to take a sidestep when you invested in two young guards. So. It, 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 it just it just kind of like Portland. Like, like, why would you not like like I understand you want to hardball Miami, like and try to get the best offer from them, but it's like like the smoke, like 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 to, to do this now on a timeline to be like, well, well, we don't know what deal we're gonna take. And you know, like, but it's like, come on, Miami, like get the quick close the front door, bro. Quit playing. So it's like the timeline doesn't match up with the Rockets on this. We're having Amin Thompson. Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, and yeah. you really – and then you now oh, you don't have forget the other dude. What's the other dude that plays for? The one – the other one that uh, – the, the one they drafted last year. Tari Eason? No, the one before that. Then I'm Jabari sorry. Smith Jr.? Jabari Smith Jr. And yeah. then they got Cam Whitmore. They got Cam Whitmore who slid in the draft, Martin. so – Yeah, it's it just – I, I, I mean, this team just – they're going to – I think they're going to make moves – and at bare minimum, they're gonna be fun. I'm gonna want want to watch this team on League Pass. I want to see where Fred Van, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to see what Fred Van Fleet uh, does with this team. Um, I want to see because now they actually have a point guard. The ball is gonna be less in Jayla Green's hand, which I think is a good thing. And I don't know what they do with Kevin Porter Jr. Um, I think he's probably gonna be moved at some point during the season. But yeah. Um, Jack Landell, man, that 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 was one of those ones. It was like, man. Um, all right. So, can we talk about Dalton Schultz before we go? I don't know who that is or what that is, but yes, you can definitely talk about that after when we go. Um, another contract that I did not like. I'm a surprising people. I'm a surprising people. I necessarily didn't was not a fan of because I like this player. Karis LeVert, I know it's only two years. Didn't he sign for like two for fifty, something like that? Two for two. No. What he signed for two for what he signed for? Like two for thirty-seven. Two for thirty-seven. I just why? It's just a, it's just just asset save. Is that what that is for the Cav- Cavaliers? Like, like you gotta you gotta start looking at some of these asset saves. It was easier for him to, for them to pay him and to try to please. Like I realize teams sometimes like. Like Woj said this, and I hate to give him credit because Woj doesn't give anybody credit. He said we're in this transfer portal of the NBA where he was like the bad said take the money and then, but that's for superstars. That's for superstars though. But even for role players, I mean, take the money. Like he, Karis Levert was never going to get their money anywhere else on the market. Probably he had he he had to he had to, you know, like Um, and never going to spend it just just to make like you know and and then I don't I don't know who was he could have been he could have been an interesting raptor, but I don't I don't know the raptors didn't have money like that, but I just. 
to me, he's a creator on a team where you want the ball in Donovan Mitchell and uh, what's his name's hands anyway. So to me, Garland, Garland's hands. I'm sorry. Um, and then the to me, Max Struess and Niang fits a whole lot better. And obviously, Levert got exposed in the playoffs by the Knicks. It's just, I just feel like it was a, just. A I've just never play. been a big Karis Levert fan. Like, you know, like he, he has it, but he has these moments. Like he had a moment, I think it was in Boston, where he, I, he completely fucking dominated. He had like 30, almost 30 points that game. But it's like, so he, so he's literally a microwave player. So, yeah, but yeah, I mean, right, so I'm going to do, I'm going to do one more. And then if you want to do one more and then we can do some loves and then you can, uh, we can do that last thing, get out of here. All right. All right. So uh, two years, 10 million for Reggie Jackson, the New York, the, the Denver Nuggets just won a championship and they didn't even play this dude, Reggie Jackson. Why did they decide on day one, Rel? This is another thing, too, which is probably, that didn't make sense. On day one, why did they decide to give this man Reggie Jackson? I think they, I think they, and Rel, player option. I think, I think they, they liked his player attitude option. and what he brought, and I think they really wanted to see him because I mean Reggie Jackson's a guard. You can you can kind of play in the playoffs. I don't know I don't know why they didn't play him in the playoffs, but they're gonna need his minutes. So I mean it was a uh, you know it was just. You I mean know, now it doesn't look so bad because they they lost everything right. Like they they literally let Bruce Brown walk out the door. They let Jeff Green walk out the door. Um, they didn't bring some back some of these guys, but. On day one, to just let Reggie Jackson just that's like one of the first signings that happened. It was just like, yo, like, am I missing something? Did Reggie Jackson show something to the Denver Nuggets that I wasn't aware of? Uh, Rel, so if you want to talk about um, any other ones, um, or if you want to go to love, I'm gonna go to ones I love. Uh, I mean, because contracts that you loved. uh, I don't think I hated with literally the Rockets and then the South Carolina, everything else I kind of understood. But uh, one, no, one team I didn't love, the Kings. Why did they clear that cap space? Just to, you know, renegotiate, um, bring back Lyles, renegotiate Barnes and Sabonis. Yeah. And you make no moves. And I don't, and, and I don't like that. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I think the team needed a tweak. I think and- there was something on the table, like it was a possibility of something on the table, and then it, the price got too high. That, that's my guess, but I don't know. I just like when teams like that who just, you know, build on it, build on momentum, get, go get aggressive, you know, now that you already have to taste of the playoffs. But for the deals I do like, I'm not going to cap as the Gabe Vincent three for 33. I'm going to start off with that. Um, I got two off the back. I got the Gabe Vincent three for 33. And I like the, the Russell, Laker one in there. I like the Russell Westbrook two for eight. Like, I like that's right? a fucking yeah. steal. And I, you know, like, I think, you know, um, regardless of what people feel about Russ, He's gonna fit into that team because at least he's gonna show up, and he's probably gonna have the best last of bones on the team, you know. So, oh, I just saw another one I didn't like. Um, okay, so I mean, I'm gonna cheat a little bit too. Uh, since we're gonna bring up a Lakers, I'm gonna bring up Lakers too. Uh, Austin Reeves, uh, uh, four for uh, for fifty six. What a what a steal! What a what a great job by and in, in, in Palinka we trust. Uh, I'm gonna make sure if I happen to see Palinka tomorrow at Summer League, I'm gonna shake that man's hand and say, "Can thank you, thank you for uh, for whatever you did to, to Austin." Um. All right, so another one. Let me think of another one that I loved. Uh, 
Um, Draymond Green, and not necessarily the dollars worth. So I love Draymond Green four for a hundred. Um, but just because that means Dre and and Clay and Steph most likely, because now Clay's gonna be asking trying to pony up for some bread, and we'll see how that go negotiation goes because not gonna go his well. number. His number's at 40 if they re- renegotiate his contract and you can't play Cave. You can't play, you can't, Pam, sorry, you can't pay this Clay Thompson $40 million a year. You can't. No, no, no. Um, but I just love it because they these players get to stay together, hopefully through their duration of their career. So um, um, I'm excited about that. All right, another one you love. Another one I loved. Um, trying to think of one because I the, the ones. If you don't have oh, one, I have another one. Javon Carter Bulls. I like that one. I like, you know, even though I don't understand what the Bulls are doing, I like Javon Carter as a player, and I like him in that backcourt. Uh, I, I just I just like Javon Carter. I just I just wish he was uh, on a, on a, on a better team. But go ahead. All right, this one this one's kind of cheating, but this. Because, A, this is the fun max, and I love that they just decided just don't even play with this player. This player is our franchise player. This is a player that got a max extension that I was perfectly fine with, real. Tyrese Halliburton. Just max that man out. Just he's, yeah. he's shown it. Uh, you know, he was a little up and down as far as health goes last year. But that lineup that they got in Indiana now, man, is fun. Him, Obi Toppin, uh, Miles Turner. Uh, I guess you. I mean, obviously, you paid all that money for Bruce Brown, so Bruce Brown would start. But I don't know who's going to start at that too. I think it's going to be a healthy competition between Matherin and uh, I can't think of old boy's name. The other, uh, buddy. I mean, maybe they might be Buddy. Who knows? Um, we'll see. Buddy's, um, buddy's built for the bench now. Uh, yeah, and Buddy's going to be expiring next year, so uh, there's going to be some Buddy noise. Um, but yeah, I um just. I like that they didn't play any games. Tyrese Halliburton was a 12th pick, right? If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, just, and he's shown nothing. He's, he's Chris Paul, Steve Nash, uh, you know, diet them into one person. He's, he's really, really nice. And, and, you know, now we have a reason to watch the Indiana Pacers because, in my opinion, when Tyrese Halliburton's there, he just distributes the hell out of the ball. Now they have a fucking finisher like Obi Toppin on their fucking team. So um, we shall see, man. Uh, I can't wait to watch the Pacers. Uh, another one that you love. Go. Another one that I loved. Unfortunately, I hate this person. I really him. I sports hate him when I say hey, he's somebody. I hate that sports hate him. Like I hate it for you did. I hate demanding trade off my team. But I do like Thomas Bryant going to the Heat. That was what? that. Was, yeah, yeah. I, really? I, I, yeah. I, they got K Love. I, I thought that was strange. Yeah, I just, I just think that he, is he gonna he, play? I think there's some minutes for him. Bam. K Love. They got rid of the. I mean, Zeller played. You know, like, and I, I, and I think that, you know, it, it, I was, I'm just going to say this. If the Heat are trying to make you a guy, you know, then they may see something. Cause there's time where Thomas Bryant was like, damn, he could be a stretch big. He could dunk. He could, but it's like, but he never puts together. I mean, we know we saw him closer here in, 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 in with the Lakers. Two he, fucking stints. When, when AD went down, I don't know who Thomas Bryant thought he was and turned into. But it was like, oh, remember there was questions where 
Zach Lowe on his pod was literally saying, like, the way Thomas Bryant's playing, and I know AD's coming back, like, you have to find a way to try to play these guys together, right? He was playing so well. That's right, and that's what I'm saying. So it's almost like versatile Bam. If he could really, it didn't end up working out that way. But that's what they were. That, that was the chatter. Was like you got to find a way for these two bigs to play together. Like, he and the Lakers are kind of built similar, where it's like Bam and AD are the you know we rely on these defensive centers with you know little offensive bag. Um, you said that. Uh, so uh, but and now we got Gabe Vincent, but Thomas Bryant with Bam is something I'm curious, especially if he buys in. If he don't, you know where you're gonna be in Miami. There's no, you know, thing. But Thomas Bryant's an emotional trick too, so he yeah. he, he, he he's gonna worry. But so, but I don't know. But if if Spo points you out and say you're a guy, you're a guy. So yeah, you gotta. But he also spoke. Also said Hassan Whiteside was the guy. So <laughs> go figure. Hassan Whiteside played really good for the Miami Heat one season, and then he got too comfortable. That's that's what I leave it at. That. Uh, all right. So that's all for the the love and hate. That was pretty good. That was that was pretty good. Um, Rel, you said you wanted to end with something. Um, you got to put me on because I don't even know what you was talking about. Um. Ah, uh, never mind. No, nah, put me on. No, nah, uh, nah, never mind. I was just no, nah, I was it wasn't that important. I will say this: so that Victor Wimbyama, Britney Spears, Spears story, I didn't put in that list because I, I obviously I thought about it because it happened before we recorded. I thought it was fake. Um, obviously I I, I worked by the regular nine to five today. A shout out, by the way. Uh, congratulations to me for making ten years at the third. Um, Congrats, man. Yeah, uh, I, I you know. Uh, some people showed love. I posted on Instagram. Thanks to y'all. Anyway, it's shout out to the fur. Anyway, um, but I thought that story was fake, so I didn't look at my phone all day, and I just saw it. I'm like, it said Victor Wembanyama slaps Britney Spears, and I was like, this is some. If this not the most clickbaity clicks bullshit you've ever seen in your life. And in t- and literally like an hour or so later, when I got off work, I saw that he was doing like a video explaining it happened. I was like, "Oh, it really did happen." Fucking interesting. But um, all right, well, um, uh, we're gonna get up out of here. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, guys for uh, listening. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Uh, please, please don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. Um, it helps the pod grow. It helps us. Uh, helps the pod go a long way don't forget to follow us on instagram uh don't forget to follow us on threads uh we have a threads account on um on threads we gotta find a cool name for thread this the name is just not it's not you know um but we'll figure it out so yeah follow us on threads um and uh if you're in if you happen to be in vegas tomorrow come check us out at summer league we're gonna be there watching all the games gonna be the gonna be working a 10-hour day <laughs> uh be there all day watching all the games uh chalk probably chopping it up with some media members um but yeah uh so pharrell i'm kev we're those millennials and we're out